Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and we're so excited to have you guys for another episode. And maybe, I don't know, in a way, not, not well, of course, we're excited to have you. But sometimes, I don't know, like, even though we, we profess positivity and everything on this podcast, sometimes we do get down, too. Oh, absolutely. And both of us are kind of in that place right now. <laughs> so we kind of just wanted to talk about being vulnerable. Yes. Being vulnerable is okay. And I'm feeling especially vulnerable and a little emotional today. So if I tear up, it's all good. No, seriously. Yeah. Um, Jordan and I were talking right before we hit record um, that, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel your emotions. Sometimes you need to let it out. Positivity isn't about suppressing all the negative feelings that you have. So yes, we talk about changing your mindset, focusing on the quality of life you want through the quality of thoughts you choose to have, right? But that being said, we are still emotional beings. We feel. And sometimes the feels just get in the way. So how can we allow ourselves, you know, I don't know if you've heard this expression, holding space. When you hold space for someone else, you just listen. You give them the space to process their emotions. You don't try to wrong them. You don't try to feed them advice or interrupt their... You just hold space for them. Let them work it out for themselves while being a source of support, right? And we need to learn how to hold space for ourselves, especially as women, because we're not always going to be in a position where we have someone there to hold space for us you know like I'm not the kind of person that's gonna call my friends I'm just not be like guys I'm having a really bad day I wish I was like that's something I'm working towards and also developing cultivating the kind of friendships where I feel that I can do that and oh yeah I have like two people my sister and then like one other friend that I usually go to I usually it seems like I can't process without talking to someone else and be like what do you think of this somebody else but that said is how can we do it when we're on our own when you don't have someone like god forbid like my twin sister isn't always there for me Mm -hmm. and there's sometimes when she's going through her own shit or sometimes we're experiencing the same shit together and it's hard for us to talk ourselves through it if we're both experiencing it because we're both feeling our emotions at that moment do you know what yeah. i mean so having a, a friend or someone else that you can go to I, I mean that's how it is for me in my life i, I know everybody's situation is different right but yeah. talking it through is so important even if you go find a therapist to help you but back to what we were saying the vulnerability of holding space for yourself before we got to re- before we got to recording this morning i was telling jordan i was actually almost in tears I'm feeling really sad and vulnerable today. And part of it is as women, we during our times of the month before it or right at the beginning of it, we may get a little more emotional. That's okay. I think the idea is to, I feel sad. And it doesn't matter the reasons I feel sad. I just feel really down, uh, partly because of the pain I'm experiencing from my back, mm-hmm. partly because, you know, 
I tell myself a story that sometimes look at me, I'm at my age and I'm still single and I'm still not a gajillionaire yet, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's whatever, you know what I mean? Like we can feel sorry for ourselves, but we can feel sad without letting our thoughts run away with us is where where I'm getting at. Somebody, I can't remember, I think it was you on a different episode and also I've read this before just like to set a limit, like, okay, all of today or maybe even all this week, I'm going to feel sad. And See, then, I think even a week is too much. Well, yeah, because perhaps. A, but because I'm, I'm, thoughts, I'm thinking about yeah. morning, perhaps. I mean, like a, yeah. Well, but you're talking about different. time limit. Whether it's okay, I'm gonna yell for five minutes and get this anger out of me. I'm gonna allow myself to break down and cry and be angry for fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, whatever it is, one hour, right? Or I'm just gonna take the morning in bed and allow myself to just feel it and cry it out, and then I'm gonna get up and start my day, or I'm going to get up and go do something that makes me feel good, like go on a walk, make a cup of tea, talk to a friend, whatever. But you don't allow yourself to wallow in it endlessly, day after day after day, because that is where you get stuck. And I often do feel better after telling a bunch of, so like, because recently last week, I was feeling really down about like the fact that I'm still single and like that I don't have a person that I can guarantee as a roommate and that we can travel together and be building a life together and Sometimes that, because other times I'm like, you eh, want whatever. Companionship. And yeah. yeah, like most of the month, like, I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to yeah. find him. He's out there. Absolutely. And, and every day I'm attracting him. But then like certain days I just get really sad and like see everybody coupled up and, and like, but then when I do vent about it to friends, then uh, like pray about it. The next day I feel better. Exactly. And, 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 and that's the part that we're going to talk about today. Not all the times you feel good about the times you feel bad. And like Jordan says, if you, you know, even if you have to post it on social media, even if you, if you don't have somebody, and maybe just posting it and asking your friend circle online for advice or just feeling like you can share it, if that's what does it for you, do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the, the idea is you're allowing yourself, you're giving yourself permission to feel. And if sometimes the sadness can feel like you're grieving about something and you're not really even sure what, it could feel like you've, you're losing something or you've lost something or, or I, like sometimes the sadness can be so heavy. Yeah. Accepting it is how you get through it. Accepting that that's what you're feeling and your thoughts that you create from that feeling are just that, thoughts. When you, so that's where I was like giving yourself a time limit. Because when we, it's easy to, okay, say I'm feeling sad about being at my age and not where I want to be, yeah. right? And then I keep lingering on it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I've been a loser my whole life. I've never had a proper relationship. I never will. And Aww. like, do you see how it, but do you see how those thoughts can snowball and escalate and it starts to make you not just a victim in your life but somehow as if you no longer have power in this moment you disempower yourself so feel your feelings but recognize when you're letting your thoughts run away with you and creating stories to justify your feelings you don't need to justify your feelings with thoughts you you just need to feel them and whatever thoughts come as a result of your feelings in that moment Allow them to pass by knowing it's because of what you're feeling and it's not truth unless you hold it and decide that that's the truth. Yeah. And make up action steps after. Like I find yes. that helps because like the afterwards, the next day I was like, fine, I'll try out dating apps again. 
at least mm. doing something. At least yeah. I'm I am working towards that what I'm feeling bad about. That's incredible, Jordan. Absolutely. Guys, you got to listen to that advice. <laughs> you need to create action steps. But like what I, I mean, so what would you do though if if it's pain, which is more I don't know. So what not... I I do what I did um but but here's the thing. I'm really good at managing my physical pain. Okay. And what I say is that I've had a lot of time to practice because I've been working on my mindset for many years. So I see, I feel like everything happens for me. Nothing happens to me. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, I see everything as a gift and a blessing in my life. Even what I'm going through, my chronic pain and my, and, and, and my condition right now, that is a blessing. Why? Because I have been working towards this moment for a long time with my mindset, with my healing and my healing journey, working through my past trauma, working on myself as a woman, working on my, my thought process. So when I was faced with adversity, I can look at it, accept it, and know that I'm getting through it. But that said, sometimes the pain is so intense, I can't allow myself to linger on the thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just feel the sadness of I'm not where I'm at right now. That, you know, there are other people who are my age and look at the amazing things they're doing. Like I started crying because I'm like, well, what if I can't ever have children because the pain is so bad and I need a strong back to be able to carry ch-? Like, And I thought about myself. I'm like, are children even something that I want? I mean, I've had this conversation with myself. I don't know. But why am I lingering on this one point? Because I want to make my myself feel worse. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm choosing to make myself feel even worse by letting myself think and then start to believe a thought that I don't even know if it's who I really am. Like well, I love children, but I don't know if I want them. Yeah, it, me too. I still for me, don't it's know. the kind of thing that if it happens, okay, cool. I, I, like when the time comes, I'll deal with it. Right. But it's not some, I've never been like, oh, it's my calling to be a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do you see where I'm going where you can trap yourself with your thoughts? Like, yeah. it's it's such a... So what I did is that I'm like, okay, let me do what I can in this moment. So I did whatever stretches my I was physically able to do because my mobility is kind mm-hmm. of restricted right now. And I got my ass up, I washed my face, and I came in here to record. And now <laughs> I feel so much better because I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my feelings. They're just moments in time, and it's okay to feel them. Yeah, and I wouldn't say, like, it's she, she is not distracting herself. No. Like she, she let herself, you let yourself feel the pain. Yeah, I let myself and, cry it out. And now got to move on. Like, you can't exactly. stay there forever. It's not distraction. It's not just, and you know what? Distraction is okay if you're also at a place of acceptance. But usually when people distract, it's because they're choosing to ignore or deny, right? So like you said, it's not a distraction. It's me choosing to get up and live my life, accepting that this is where I'm at. And I'm going to be sad about it. Mm-hmm. There are times when I'm going to be sad, but it's okay. Yeah, I read this one article a while ago when I was before my period once. And it was, they were like, what if this, because they were like, yeah, it's a bunch of emotions and hormones, I mean, hormones and things like that you can't control. But then they they were like, what if we looked at it this way, that this was all the times that you denied yourself throughout the month. And mm-hmm. now it's all coming to the fore. And, and you're, as a woman, like you're allowed to have these feelings and like have them be strong and stuff like that and so I was like I don't think I'd deny myself emotions in the rest of the month but it is an interesting thought you know that is interesting and you know what there's probably some truth to uh, to that because our subconscious mind is so 
powerful. Yeah, and I'm worse some months than other months. So maybe yeah, on the, the months where I'm not so bad, it's because I let myself feel throughout the month. Yeah, and you're in a better place of acceptance and living your life in the present. Um, here's the thing that I read once, and it was so powerful because when I was in the corporate world, I spent about 11 years in the corporate world. I was fine. I loved my job. Like, I was happy as a clam. I just put my head down and did my work, right? Mm -hmm. Until one day, I mean, we're talking about almost a decade in, I started to feel that it wasn't enough. And I started to become really agitated and upset and anxious, right? And for the first time in my whole life, I started... I got my very first panic attack, and that was because of an email I got from my company saying, congratulations on celebrating 10 years. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that email, most people would be like, wow, what a milestone. I literally started bawling and hyperventilating at that moment. When I got that email, I remember I was sitting at my desk, and my office mate was behind me, and I started hyperventilating and crying, and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just got an email that said congratulations on 10 years with the company. She's like, why are you crying about it? I'm like, <laughs> and I started hyperventilating. And when I was able to talk, I'm like, because I just realized that I couldn't tell you what I did with the last decade of my life. Mm -hmm. So everything, so my world literally came crashing down because for 10 years I was distracting myself with endless work, hours and hours of work, mm -hmm. distracting myself from living my life, creating healthy relationships and just putting myself in this bubble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it all came crashing down. So if we don't accept where we're at, if we don't deal with our emotions in a healthy way, you don't know how that can manifest. And like you said, it could, in these <coughs> monthly cycles, come before it, make us more heightened to what we're suppressing deep down. So that makes sense to me, truly. I mean, yeah, more self-conscious, subconscious stuff, too. I yeah. still, I, I, I don't always know how to interpret dreams, but like, I feel like I've had a lot more interesting dreams the past several days. Oh, I love. Okay, we need to. We'll we'll do that in another yeah, episode different. for sure. I know. There's, I love there's like dream well, there's like this stereotype though of listening to other people's dreams, and so people are like, I don't know. I like listening to people's dreams. Oh, me too. I love them because I feel like nothing is an accident. So if someone's sharing your dream, that somehow you're connected to it as well, even if it's just through listening. That there's something magical and a takeaway for you too if you listen carefully to the person. Seriously, yeah. you know, even it could be something so ridiculous like. Uh, a dinosaur trying to just eat your hair, which was the dream I had last night. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if, like, you share it. Like, there's just, I think dreams are so powerful. Absolutely. Whenever Ugh. I go to look them up, though, I'm, like, finding all these kind of conflicting um, definitions. Ugh, I know. And so Everybody I'm, like, has uh, an interpretation. Because, like, so recently, a really strange one. I mean, just shortly, like, I, I had a dream that, like, I was breastfeeding a baby, except the milk was coming out curdled and hard. Like, mm. like more like a slushy instead of, like, runny. Like, and mm. so when I went to look it up, some people are like, this is a good thing. Others are like, this is a bad thing. And so it's like, which one do I choose? And that's why I, that's very interesting. I need to learn yeah. how to get better at trusting my own intuition, I guess, and be like, well, this is what I think it means and I'm sticking by it. I was just about to say that because I come up against all those uh, differing and conflicting meanings all the time. You know, there's common ones like people losing their teeth or flying or whatever. Um, but then there's something more specific, right? Like going up stairs or down a, a flight of stairs and uh, there's general agreed upon you know interpretations of those kind of things mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you do have to like apply it to your own life and make sense of it in a way that makes sense for you right mm -hmm. 
So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're definitely doing an episode on dreams. Yeah. <laughs> because we have so I could talk about that all the time. I know. But see, you but like Jordan was saying, your subconscious is so powerful. Sometimes um you could whatever you're not processing when your conscious moments will come up during your sleep, right? And if you tend to have a lot of excitable dreams or nightmares or I don't know. Uh, maybe you should start paying attention to what your subconscious is trying to tell you or what it's mm -hmm. trying to process for you that you're not specifically dealing with. I Even do sometimes. Are happy. I mean, along with all the period talk, like sometimes I wonder, like, what is me? Like, am I just a bunch of hormones? And <laughs> like, do I actually have thoughts of my own or is it really just based on the planets and the hormones and like the earth and where the magnetism and I start to go down that weird route and I only seem to do that once a month where oh, like but then because people say too like when you drink your brain chemistry changes so technically you are a different person at that point yeah. and, and it's like okay it's very interesting and but then like what is myself like is myself different from my soul and I don't yes, know. I, 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 I'm not going to answer that. As a matter of fact, I can't believe I'm like, yes, yes, it is. But I believe that it is. So um, I think that yourself is the conscious part of you that you and your ego create to help you survive in this world. And we're not talking about ego like pride. We're not talking about like, uh -huh. you know, that kind of self. We're, the ego exists to keep us safe. It's our survival mode. Right. And when the ego is in control, sometimes our survival mode is to stay in our hurt, to mm. stay in our pain, keep reliving our suffering, because that's what we know. And according to our ego, that's safe. You are staying the same. That's safe. So when you decide, that's why it's very painful. And it's a lot of deep work to work on your healing, to go through your healing process, to, you know, dig deep into your traumas and uh -huh. I'm not talking about trying to remember them if you don't remember them I'm just saying about your blocks why <clears throat> why isn't excuse me why as an adult you think the way that you do why you believe certain things the way that you do about yourself about the world you know what I mean uh -huh. so our subconscious is so powerful and it helps us but I want to say something about hormones I know I'm rambling a bit but about hormones I think that if you are well regulated in terms of your internal system your hormones are obviously well regulated as well so the things that you may be experiencing aren't as heightened i think it's because we also live in an environment that's full of toxins and full of artificial things that you know we consume and drink all these chemicals that affect our hormones yeah. especially for women and uh, it affects our periods i remember reading in a science journal and i'll find it so we can link it in the episode that premenstrual symptoms like cramps and bloating and tenderness that isn't the norm apparently oh. so I, I want to read more on the science about that because that definitely caught my interest is that because most of us experience it we take it as our norm as our normal way of uh, of being for women but it's actually not normal it's your body telling you something is wrong mm. remember pain is an indicator of something that's not right or balanced or whatever so most of us have probably a little bit of hormone imbalance and don't even realize it because well, of our environments it, it's like stupidly unavoidable these days like cuz it's in the yeah. chicken and the meat and the shampoo and I know, like and even everything. you can't even trust organic labels for the most part like you just don't even know because there's and this is not like a 
uh, like a conspiracy theory thing or no, but it's true. Thing, but it's, it's true. You don't know anymore. It's like you have to make your own stuff and grow your own chickens if you want to really trust anything. And uh. exactly, like I came across an article, um, and it was showing the difference between um, European mm-hmm. food and American food, and how. Uh, I'm going to find that one, too, because it was so interesting. Well, one thing is that you can keep the eggs out of the fridge in France. Yeah, because they're... Exactly. And that's what the article mentioned as well. But Europeans, when they come to the States and they stay for a period of time, like two plus weeks or more, right? Mm -hmm. Even not even that long, they tend to go back home with a little bit of weight gain. Mm -hmm. And they found the study that it was not necessarily the case for Americans who traveled abroad. And so they looked at it, and food had a big factor in it because we have bigger portions here. We have more chemicals in our food. And they even talked about like things like eggs and milk and, and bread and all that stuff that we have in our chemicals that they don't have overseas. Whenever oh. I travel overseas, I come back losing weight. That's anecdotal evidence. So it's not like a scientific thing. But from a personal level, I could totally relate to what the article was saying. I know. All right. Well, that's another topic. But yeah. So, but so anyway. back to the thing. But what we're talking about is our feelings and how, yes, sometimes your physical self has a lot to do with it. So the actions you can take, accept your feelings, allow yourself to feel them, give yourself a time limit of how long you're going to be in your breakdown for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, an hour, or even if you need to take a whole day and just process it by yourself. Yeah. Right. And we're not, this is separate from like grieving as of losing a loved one. We're not talking about that kind of sadness, okay? We're just talking about when you get in your own head, right? Yeah. Um, and then after you do that, get up and start living your life. Take baby steps. Go on a walk. Start taking care of your physical needs, right? Yeah. Start taking care of your nutritional needs. Um, start taking care of your social and personal needs and, and your hygienic needs. Like anything that you do that levels you up just a little bit is going to make you start to feel better about where you're at. You are worth it. Like I yeah. I once had this one friend that would never like take care of her feet. Like she'd get, I don't know, she'd twist her ankle and be like, oh, I'll just walk through it. It'll be fine. Ooh. And, and, or like that she only like eats like meat and cheese and bread basically and no vegetables. And uh, like, I know there are people that are like super tasters and, and, or stuff like that, but you are worth it. Like, take care of your body and try and you have to do good things for yourself and it won't always taste good or I don't know maybe you don't like going to the doctor but it's good and like yeah spend the money on yourself to go to the dentist if you have to and things like that don't don't ignore your self-care needs it don't ignore it you know I have a I have a friend who's a mom and you know, she had to go to the dentist and it turned, I don't know the exact details, but you know, like she had to like replace crowns or Mm. something and she had like an infection, but she was putting it off for so long because, you know, she puts her family's needs first and that's not wrong, but it was at the expense of her own health needs. So when it came time to do something about it, it gotten so bad and she had to pay a lot of money to get it fixed. And, 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 and so my point is, especially to you moms out there, Right. You know, take care of yourselves first mm-hmm. and, and, and to anyone else who's not a mom. Love yourself enough to be like, I deserve to take care of myself and my feelings. Yeah. Allow myself to feel it all and live my life. So there you go. Yes. Thank you so much. And I hope you share something with I mean, you don't have to, but if you want, you can share something with us in email 
Um, we also have Twitter and Instagram if you want to post any pictures or share our pictures. And it's been nice. It's been nice opening up to you today. Yeah, totally. This is like a a good, uh, what is it called? The word, what am I looking up? Cathartic experience, right? Yeah. It, like you just feel good. And if you guys, you know, want that experience too, like Jordan said, hit us up. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your story and share it. So no if you want us to, but yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Bye. See you next time. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday.